0: Hi, my name's Luan, and this is the Rewritten Mead podcast where I talk all things breast reconstruction after a mastectomy. Because let's say it like it is, having a mastectomy can be devastating. Sifting through all the information is overwhelming, the medical jargons bamboozling and it can be just plain scary and lonely. But you're not alone, that's why we're here. On the Rewritten Me pod I talk to leading surgeons about all aspects of reconstruction nipples, belly buttons, foobs, diep flap, and staying flat. I also talk to healthcare professionals who can help with everyday practical advice to support your mental, physical, and emotional well-being. And I talk to the wonderful women from our reconstruction community who so generously share their stories with you. We're all here to help you make an holistic, informed decision that's right for you so that you can have a say in how you rewrite your story. Hey everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Rewritten Me, where I share my story of why, why I started the podcast and why it is rewritten. My name's Luan, and in 2017 I was diagnosed with breast cancer and told I needed a mastectomy. I was devastated by being told I needed a mastectomy, and I can remember walking around a local designer clothing market touching all the beautiful clothes, wondering if I'd ever be able to wear anything like that again and whether I'd feel lovely or even beautiful again. But hearing about my breast reconstruction options gave me hope that I could be me again afterwards. I found reconstruction an empowering part of my treatment, something that I had control over and I had a choice about. But it was hard to find information about reconstruction, what the options were and how could I get some support for my own recovery. I was told by my surgeon to look to America for up-to-date evidence-based information, which I did. And I found some amazing resources there that were a huge help. But still, they weren't Australian-based and I still had lots of questions for my surgeon. Lots and lots of questions. (laughs) So I guess Rewritten is the podcast I wish had been around when I needed it. But it's also the podcast that I know that many of you want too because over on Instagram, where I host live chats with surgeons, you've told me that you'd like a podcast, something that you can listen to. But before I talk more about the why of the podcast, let's talk a little bit more about how I went from being unwritten to rewritten. In October 2017, I took myself off for a mammogram without a care in the world. I'd been generally unwell on and off for a year or so, usually around my chest, Um, I didn't have any lumps or bumps, but I kept getting chest infections and, you know, kept getting wheezes and things like that. Following the news of the death of Connie Johnson of Love Your Sister from metastatic breast cancer, I learned that mammograms were free for women who were over 40. I was 46, so I booked in at my local breast screen in Sydney, and I was completely blindsided when I was called back for a biopsy. And I adopted this weird glass half empty logic and I assumed that despite not knowing the results of that biopsy, I had breast cancer. As it turned out, I did. I had breast cancer. I was diagnosed with invasive pleomorphic lobular breast cancer in my right breast that was oestrogen positive and HER2 negative. I was completely unwritten mentally by my diagnosis. It was a complete shock. But as I started to understand all the unknowns that come with the breast cancer diagnosis, or any cancer diagnosis really, you know, the unknown scan results, unknown pathology, unknown surgery margins, unknown side effects before you start treatment, I realized that I couldn't catastrophize and assume the worst. Inspired by the lyrics of Natasha Bedingfield's song that I think I'd heard in a cafe one day, I flipped the meaning of unwritten to mean something that served me better. Nothing was written until it had actually happened. It wasn't yet part of my story. It was unwritten. As you might be able to tell, I'm originally from the UK and I moved here in 2013 to do a master's in cultural studies, studying everyday culture like movies and TV shows. That weirdly helped me make sense of my diagnosis and treatment. In the film and TV world, The word treatment means an outline of a screenplay story, the events of a story, before it's commissioned or it's written in full. My treatment for my breast cancer was chemotherapy, a mastectomy and radiotherapy, all through the first half of 2018. I couldn't get my head around who did what between the breast surgeon and the medical oncologist and the radio oncologist at first, and who was, you know, in charge. They're all on the same team with each taking the lead when I was having their particular treatment. And at first I thought it was like a movie trilogy with each specialist the star of each movie, chemo, mastectomy, radiotherapy. And then I thought, nah, that's not right. I'm the star and they're the directors. As it turned out, there was more than three parts to my story and it became more like a serialized TV show. So there I was, the star of the unwritten me show, or the shit show as cancer is known on Instagram. In 2019, I had a Dieppe reconstruction when a flap of tissue was taken from my abdomen and used to reconstruct my right breasts, creating a fat boob or foob as it's known in the reconstruction community. Dieppe is a really big surgery with a hip to hip incision, as well as the incisions on the breast that involves microsurgery. I was fortunate that my surgery went really well I did lots of pre and rehab with a great allied health team and I recovered well and I had a great surgical outcome. And Understandably, with breast reconstruction, there's lots of focus on the look and the feel of the breast, but a diet brings with it changes to other areas of your body around your tummy. There's a scar across your bikini line and also around your belly button and you can have some numbness there. There's also the possibility of what is known as the Ken doll, which happened to me. The Ken doll is a little talked about possible side effect. And basically because everything is hooked upwards quite tightly when your tummy is stitched up, the fatty tissue over the pubic mound can become a bit more moundy for some women. It doesn't happen to everybody. And it looks like a Ken doll. Also for me, my labia has been pulled quite a bit higher which was a bit of a surprise because nobody told me about that. And I remember looking down and saying to my husband, well, it looks a bit different, doesn't it? And he was like, um, yeah. And it's not necessarily in a bad way. It's just in an unexpected way because I hadn't been told that that or the Ken doll could happen. In fact, when I was diagnosed with breast cancer, I had absolutely no idea about Any types of breast reconstruction options so had no idea about the side effects that could come with them. One in seven women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in Australia and that's one in 555 men and 40% of them will have a mastectomy and while reconstruction rates are increasing we do hear anecdotally from women that they don't know what all their options are they're not informed about what choices they have. There are three reconstruction options Aesthetic flat closure, when you stay flat and your chest is reconstructed, implant-based reconstruction, and own tissue or autologous reconstruction like Dieppe. When I heard about Dieppe flap reconstruction and what could be done, it blew my mind. I had no idea that that type of surgery could be done. It also gave me hope that I could have a breast reconstructed that felt really natural, which was one of the things that was important to me And when I was recovering from my surgery, I shared my experience on Instagram under the name Unwritten Me. I wrote about my recovery mentally and physically, and also the things that no one had told me about, like the Ken doll. And in October 2020, I had Phase 2 Dieppe when I had a nipple reconstructed, and that surgery was also combined with an abdominal hysterectomy and oophorectomy, which I also wrote about on Instagram. Which brings me to where I am today. Australian treatment for breast cancer is some of the best in the world, but when it comes to reconstruction, many women say that they don't feel that they had a choice in what reconstruction they could have. And that's what I started to hear from women on Instagram as I shared my story. Women who'd had a reconstruction would tell me that they felt they weren't offered all their options, or they weren't prepared for the reality of what surgery would be like, mentally and emotionally, as well as physically. I also heard from women who were considering their reconstruction options and wanted more information. And not just the surgical side of things, but the true lived experience of what a particular type of reconstruction was like. You know, was it painful? What did you take to hospital? What happened when you put on weight? What happened when you lost weight? And do you have feeling in your boobs? I wish I'd known that the Ken doll might have made an appearance. It wouldn't have stopped me from having my Dieppe surgery, but at least I would have been prepared for what might happen to my own body. And I know from speaking to other women that I'm not the only one that's surprised when Ken makes an appearance. And you know, for anyone who's considering a Dieppe or anyone who has a Ken doll and they're worried about it, it can usually be um, fixed with liposuction in surgery, but everyone's different. So you need to talk to your surgeon about it. Because, you know, we have the right to know what's going to happen or could happen to our bodies and we have the right to respectfully ask questions of the healthcare professionals who are making decisions about our bodies and directing our medical care. I intrinsically knew what was right for me when I started my treatment. And I've advocated for myself in different ways all the way through. I ask lots of questions of my healthcare professionals and particularly of my surgeons lots of questions and there's usually a spreadsheet involved. I'm a massive fan of spreadsheets but although I bang on about self-advocacy all the time really I don't always find it easy to do. Self-advocacy is hard in a health setting, you're vulnerable, you might be scared, sometimes you're half-naked. There's a knowledge imbalance when you're talking to health professionals because they're the experts. And there's also a power imbalance because you're talking to someone who will be making a decision about your care and how you will bodily be you after surgery. But I knew all about me and I knew I was the expert in me and even when it felt really really uncomfortable I would push through and ask questions even if they felt like they were silly questions because when it comes to our health there are no silly questions really and we need to have a full understanding of what the treatment or surgery is being recommended to be able to have informed consent or give informed consent for it to go ahead. Asking questions like What complications can happen? Is more than one surgery needed? What type of scans can I have to monitor my breast cancer afterwards? All the questions. Which brings me on to my Instagram Live Q&As. At the end of 2021, I was chatting to a reconstructive plastic surgeon, Dr. Joe Dusseldorp, and he asked if I wanted to do an Instagram Live. And at first I just thought, No. Um, Not at all. (laughs) I don't like being on video and I have some cognitive challenges after treatment around vocabulary and memory But I knew that there was an information gap about reconstruction in Australia, especially on Instagram. I'm passionate about open access to evidence-based health information so that we can make decisions about our health that are right for us so I thought about it for a bit and then I said, yes, okay, let's, let's do something. And I did a live Q&A with Dr. Joe and it was hugely successful. I didn't fluff up too much and we had some great feedback from people who watched on the night, but also who continued to watch the video now because it's saved on my Instagram account. And we had so many questions so so many questions the instagram went on longer than it should have done i'm sure dr joe thought he was never gonna get off it um and it was clear that there was an information gap there really was so in 2022 i devised the breast recon 101 live q a series which i hosted on pink hope's instagram account pink hope are a national preventative health charity I talked to breast surgeons and plastic surgeons about the different types of reconstruction and I talked to allied health professionals about prehab and rehab and the audience could ask those professionals anything about reconstruction. And again they were really popular. We had lots of questions from women who were planning a reconstruction but also from women who just wanted to know more about reconstruction in case they needed to support a loved one in the future. But it's not just about the surgical stuff right? They say that doctors can tell you what treatments to have, but it's other patients who can tell you how to cope. And that was definitely true for me. And hearing from other women who'd got through reconstruction helped me believe that I could get through it too. So as well as the live Q and A's with doctors, I also host live chats on my Instagram account, where it's my absolute privilege to talk to women who've had a reconstruction and who generously share their stories to help others who come after them. The community feedback and support for their lives has been really great, but the thing with Instagram videos is that you can't play them in the background and people have been asking me to make them available in a podcast format so that they can listen to them in hospital or in the car or when they're out walking. And I looked at trying to rip off the audio from the Instagram videos, but it just didn't work or I didn't work. I couldn't figure it out anyway, Um, which is why I have launched Rewritten Me. So I guess Rewritten Me is just a podcast version of the live Q&As and live chats that I do on Instagram. But because it's audio, I don't need to worry about putting any makeup on and I don't need to worry about the bounce back of lights in my glasses which absolutely drives me to distraction on Instagram and is usually why I can't always read the questions when I do the lives because I take my glasses off. My reconstruction was just one episode in my Unwritten Me shit show where to a degree I had a choice in my treatment, a choice of how I was bodily rewritten after my diagnosis. I was fortunate that I was told all the options that were available to me so that I could make an informed choice. And I want anyone who is having a mastectomy to know what all their options are and to know what's involved in their surgery so that they can make a decision that's right for them and that they can be prepared. Well, as prepared as they can be because I guess with any type of medical procedure or surgery, there's still some unknowns. In the Rewritten Me podcast, I'll be talking to leading breast and reconstructive plastic surgeons, medical professionals and allied health professionals. And I'll be talking to advocates and people who have a lived and felt experience of reconstruction. The amazing community of women who so generously share their stories of reconstruction and support each other during one of the most difficult times of our lives. Because you wouldn't want anyone to be in our position. But if they are, then you want them to have the strength of us all being together. Rewritten Me is a place where you can learn about all things reconstruction, and not just the surgical and medical things, but the physical, practical, mental and emotional things too. Because let's face it, breast cancer is a shit show, but reconstruction can be one part of your story that you have a say in. And Rewritten Me is here to help you rewrite your story. Thank you for listening to the Rewritten Me podcast produced on the traditional lands of the Kamaraygal people of the Gurungai tribe of the Eora Nation. If you found any of the content upsetting please reach out and get help. Breast Cancer Network Australia have a free confidential helpline one eight hundred five hundred two five eight, 500 258 and Beyond Blue have a range of free resources online at beyondblue.org.au or you can call them on one three hundred two two four 224 636